You are now tuned in to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus, the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step to finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this, and this is called the journey. Hope all is well and welcome back to the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Sion. We thank God for a brand new day. Today is September 8th and it is the second episode of season two of the Journey Podcast. Now, I just want to clarify a a little thing real quick. So on the episode title, you're going to see it say episode 27, but then on the beginning, you'll see two. The reason why is because this is technically the 27th episode of the Journey podcast in total, but this is episode two of season two, so I just don't want you guys to get confused because we just started this season, so I just wanted to let you guys know that. So last week was the premiere of season two. We introduced our team members, and we talked about our favorite moments from season one. We talked about the hiatus, what we did personally and together for the journey in season two, I mean, for the hiatus. And then we talked about what we're looking forward to in season two, what we're expecting God to do for us. But what we forgot to mention was that we are going to be introducing new segments. So as you know, we already have the birthday best segment, which is like one of my favorite segments because you all know that I love birthdays. I love mine. I love everybody's birthday. So that was one segment, but there is one segment that we're going to be adding today. However, we're going to be adding more segments as the season goes on because there are 40 episodes in this season. So we're going to be adding more segments as time goes on. But we just want to say thank you all so much. The support, the feedback, the likes, the rates, the reviews, the comments, you guys blew our minds. We launched our YouTube channel the same day that the episode premiered, that the premiere episode premiered. That's a lot of premiere words. <laughs> so you guys, we I think in just two days of the episode premiering, we already made it to like 100 views and the 50-something subscribers. And we just want to say God bless you. We know some YouTubers wouldn't think that it's much, but for us, it's amazing. Just watching, commenting, sharing, it all means so much to us. And we just want to say thank you and God richly bless you. On today's episode, we're going to be having a short conversation. It's just me today, and um, I just want us to talk about a lot of things that are going on. It's so funny because I had actually prepared for us to talk about this. And then last Sunday, my pastor pretty much preached a message and he mentioned it. Into, so that confirmed that we should talk about this. So today's episode is titled Finding Hope and Hopelessness. Last season, we had an episode titled that when the whole Black Lives Matters thing started, when the whole movement started, we had that episode with Leonie and Barbara. And this time around, we're going to be talking about everything that happened this year for me personally and then for pretty much what's going on in the whole world. A lot of people have said 2020 is a bad year. A lot of people have not been comfortable. People, I saw a meme the other day was like, 2020 should be a curse word. (laughs) And I was like, wow. (laughs) And I can understand why people may feel that way. But I just want us to kind of have a conversation today to talk about why some people... 
Some people saying that 2020 is a bad year shouldn't be your story. My pastor said it best. He said that don't let somebody else's song be your song. Don't sing somebody else's song. Don't write somebody else's story as your story. Make sure that each day that you live is you're making the best out of each day that you're that you're living. So we're gonna get into that. You, you guys are making me ready start. <laughs> but we're gonna get into that. Today's gonna be a very short episode because we're just gonna talk. So if you've been tuning into this show, welcome back. And thank you so much for sticking with us all the way through one season and two episodes of season two of the Journey Podcast. But if this is your first time listening and or watching us on YouTube, we just want to say welcome to the Journey. And once again, my name is Karen Sion, your host. So let me tell you a little bit about the Journey. So the Journey is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, career choice choices, health, marriage, singlehood, sex, purity, celibacy, name it. Everything that affects this generation we're going to be talking about. So we like to find out real life problems. We are talking about every real life problem that is affecting this generation. And we are searching for solutions in the word of God because the word of God is our manual to life. So the point of the journey, pretty much, I say this, I'm going to say this on every episode, that the point of the journey is to find faith in God's faithfulness, as well as to learn how to walk God's way. And that's our slogan, guys, walking God's way. Sidebar, take a look at this. This is so cute. <laughs> For guys, those of you that are listening, um, we have a mug and the mug says the journey podcast walking God's way. You'll be seeing myself and the guests drinking from it. However, we will be selling it. So stay tuned. That's going to come out on our website very soon. If you want a mug, a couple of mugs, it's only $10. You're going to get yourself a mug. It could be customized any way you want it. But most likely just get it like this because this is pretty. <laughs> but yeah, let me take a sip of water. Mm. <laughs> I'm so silly. <laughs> oh, let me put it here actually. Back to back to business. New episodes drop weekly every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. And honestly, just search for The Journey Podcast and write Karen Sion, my name, K-E-R-E-N-S-I-A-W. And there's actually a lot of different ways that you can actually listen to The Journey. And even on our website, www.tjpodcast.com, there is an episodes page. You can go there and listen to the episodes freely as you wish. So so please and please and please and please again subscribe 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 let me hear you subscribe so that you can be notified when new episodes drop so new episodes drop like i said apple google spotify and TuneIn radio and most recently on youtube so subscribe to our youtube channel the journey podcast with karen Sion. subscribe to it on all streaming platforms anywhere you listen to it and you'll be notified when new episodes drop. Get ready for our birthday segment, Birthday Best. Last week's episode, we forgot to mention a couple of people, so we're just gonna mention them here. Happy belated birthday to Fritz Oakley, who is like one of my closest friends, to Lady Pastor Clara Boache, whose birthday was also in August. Happy belated birthday to you, God richly bless you guys. Um, in this month, we had Sister Patricia Oseyebua, popularly known, I call her Auntie Mame, Dana Anan, who I call her Mami Fua, and everybody else we could not mention. God richly bless you 
you all. Happy belated birthday to you all. God bless you. We pray for long life, good health, and prosperity. In Jesus' name, amen. So head over to our birthday best page on our website, www.tjpodcast.com, and submit the form there. Or there is going to ask you for your name, your age, your birthday, and you're going to tell us a little bit about yourself, and then you're going to submit it. When you submit it, we get it, and then we shout you out for your birthday on the Journey Podcast. So let's get into today's episode. So like I said, we're going to be introducing a new segment. I think it was last year, if I'm not mistaken, we I used to do this thing on my WhatsApp status and on Instagram Live, not Instagram Live, IGTV. I used to do it and it was called Miss K's Music Mondays. So I used to talk about worship, praise, music tips, vocal health tips. And I say that all the time, vocal health tips. <laughs> So I used to talk about a lot of things. I had a couple guests on the show one time. We, I think we made it through like 11 episodes, 11 weeks of it. And I think Thanksgiving season, we took a break and like it never happened again. But I remember, I think when we took the hiatus, a lot of people actually reached out to me. Special shout out to Kezia. She reached out to me from Ghana, actually. And she asked me, oh, hey, Karen. Um, so now that the Journey Podcast season one is over, why don't we begin Miss K's Music Mondays again? Because I had received word that a lot of people want, to, like someone would ask me to send them the videos. They would ask me to send them like everything that I had prepared, my notes and all of that, because they wanted to teach it to their, their team members, their choir members. And I really thank God for that because that's that blows my mind that something that I've learned that I want to share with everybody that other people are being impacted. And that's really amazing. I really thank God for that. So what we decided is that we're going to bring Miss K's Music Mondays to the journey because the journey is a journey and we're on the journey together, <laughs> right? So but it's not going to be called Miss K's Music Mondays anymore because today's not Monday, today's Tuesday. But so we're going to call this segment Miss K's Music Tips. So get ready for Miss K's Music Tips. Okay, so first we're going to begin with a vocal health tip, what you can do to help yourself. Sidebar, you know, just wanted to let you guys know that I am not a professional music teacher. I am not a music professor. I don't teach music. I don't read music. I just have been singing the wrong way for so many years that when I started learning it, I started putting it in my knees. I started teaching other people that I come, that I encounter in the music ministry. There's certain things that we do wrong when it comes to maybe even um, how we, what we eat, what we drink and all that stuff. And that's what we're going to be talking about on the show, just in case there is a singer out there who doesn't know what I didn't know. And they'll be learning this as we go along. We're also going to be talking about lyrics of songs today. We're going to talk about the different types of lyrics that there are. And we are also going to be talking, I'm going to let you know uh, my song of the week. That's my recommendation for the week. And I'll be doing that every week. So let's get into that. So today's vocal health tip, I just keep saying that, vocal health tip. You know what? It's okay. English is not my first language. So today's vocal health tip is just going to talk about hydration. We are, as a musician, you should always be hydrated. Like drink lots and lots and lots of water. Right before a performance or right before administration, because you know we're believers. So us singers, we 
we sing, but if anybody's watching right before you're about to minister or perform, drinking water does not help because if your body is dehydrated, as soon as you drink water, it's going to every other area of your body that needs the water. It's not going to go to your vocal cords. So what you need to do is to drink water every single day. I think the amount of water to drink every day is 64 ounces, eight glasses of water, or a gallon. Drink a gallon of water every single day. Even me that I'm telling you this, it's still a struggle to drink a lot of water. But it's, it's true because, for example, like way back when I used to work in Amazon, I used to work, I used to work 36 hours a week, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night into Sunday morning. So I'll get off work at 6.30. And I remember at the time the praise team used to meet at seven. So I used to be late all the time and they excused me because of work, but I used to go home. So I'll never get it. I was never able to sleep before work. I mean, I was never able to sleep before church. So I would like go home, shower, get, you know, get the face ready and all that stuff, get freshened up and then go to church. So I was always tired. My, my, I was very, very tired. My voice was very tired. I was, my voice started to hurt. So there were times that I would sing and it was, it physically hurt to sing because my body was so tired. And what I was not doing at the time was drinking water. So at work, I wasn't, I was barely drinking water. You know, I was working around dust because I was working with boxes. So you cut the boxes, dust will go into my system. I'm not drinking water. So my throat was very, very parched. So time that I'm about to leave praise and worship, it hurts to sing. I crack, I cough, I could not do it. So I started to learn how to hydrate. But another thing I'm going to talk about is there's something called grains of selim and tree is called hrintia so my pastor who's also my brother I, I think i say this every episode <laughs> so okay what well, was at home so my brother told me that this can help it can help me hrintia and clothes the spice that we use for food it when i used to chew it every sunday morning before i go sing it needs to clear me up like my sinuses my throat everything's to be cleared up but what i learned was that i need to have i, I should have been drinking water so like I said, water is essential to life. I think the body is 90% water, if I'm not mistaken. Scientists, go Google that because I'm not a scientist. I don't know these things. But I probably should have done research before I came up. So water is, a, water is blank percent of the body. Water is essential to human life. Realize that when you get thirsty and you drink juice, you, you're still thirsty. But when you drink water, you're satisfied. Water is absolutely essential to life and to growth. So I would suggest that you drink, like I said, 64 ounces of water every every day, every single day, a gallon of water every single day as a musician. And the type of water to drink is lukewarm water or warm water if you can. Cold water constricts your vessels. Cold water is the worst. And me saying this, hmm, I love myself cold water. Yeah, unfortunately the water in here too is cold. <laughs> This is what you call a hypocrite. <laughs> but like I like cold water because I get hot very easily. So I drink cold water to kind of cool down. It cools me down. Um, but as a musician or as a singer, you should be drinking lukewarm water or room temperature water. That's fine. Warm water is good. Right before a performance, yeah, maybe chew on some ginger. You should drink water, but I'm just telling you that it's not going to help. If you're nervous and your voice is dry or your throat is dry, drinking water is not going to help. If you've been drinking water all the way through, you will be fine. So that's today's vocal health tip. Next, we'll be talking about lyrics of songs. So I learned from my pastor that lyrics are very, very important. They're lyrics to worship, lyrics 
of songs. Okay, before as worship leaders, I'm go back. So this is what my pastor taught me. As worship leaders, we have to be very mindful of the songs that we pick and choose before we lead worship. And I'm going back because those who've been with me for Miss K Music Mondays already know what I'm talking about because I've shared this before. But because it's coming to the Journey podcast, I want to kind of go back so that we start from the beginning together. So as worship leaders, those of us who are watching or listening that lead worship there, or even if you're just a regular person who likes to listen to music, you have to be mindful of the kind of songs that you are choosing to listen to, especially if you want to worship God. So there are songs that encourage yourself. There are songs that encourage others. There are songs that are prayer songs. And then there are worship songs, songs that solely glorify and magnify God. Yeah, so encouragement to self and to others can also be classified as a testimony song. So a song by Marvin Sapp, Never Would Have Made It. So it goes, never would have made it, never could have made it without you. So, or was it, I would have lost it all. So you see, there's a lot of words saying never would have made it. I would have lost it all. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't because of God. It is, um, it's a good song to sing, but it's not a song that you would lead worship with. So uh, <laughs> she said, mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to. It's okay, to- but it's good, it's good. <laughs> so it's not a song that you will lead, that's gonna unkeep that. Anyway, um, it's not a song that you will lead worship with. An encouragement to others song is he's the God of the mountains and the valleys. I'm not sure how that song actually goes, but um, I know there's a, there's a it goes. There's a, he's, a, he's a God of the mountains and the valleys. Um, so pretty much that, you know, the God who took you to the mountains. You know, like in the Christian dumb mountains, I like your high places. Valleys are like your low places. So it's like... Um, that's an encouragement to other people. It's also a testimony song. Another song that I actually really like by Torn Wells. It's called Known. So um, it goes, I'm fully known and loved by you. You won't let go. No matter what I do. And it's not one or the other. It's hard truth, but hey, it's hard truth, but ridiculous grace to be known, fully known, and loved by you. So the song is pretty much saying that we are. Fu- I'm fully known and loved by God, and it's like it's not one or the other. It's grace that you know a sinner like me or someone like me can be known and loved by God. So that kind of song is not a song that I will stand here and say lift up your hands and worship God with because we're talking about the fact it's an encouragement to myself, it's a testimony to myself, it's a testimony to others that we are fully known and loved by God. But that's not a song that we can worship God with. That was the first two. Third song, prayer song. So a song like um one of my favorite songs by Doonston, or you can, we sing it at church like very often. It's called Fragrance to Fire. So like the fragrance of my worship rose up to the Father. That's, even though the word worship is in there, it's not magnifying God. It's not glorifying God. It's um, saying that the our worship, it's it's a fragrance and it rises up to the Father. There's a song then 
ends up saying that first it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. How can you go stand in front of God and say this is how I win my battle? I'm worshiping God. I'm winning my battle. No, <laughs> no, guys. So it's a prayer song. It's a song that you use to kind of ginger yourself up in prayer, to ginger yourself up in the warfare that we're in as believers. So we're saying that our, our prayer, our worship, it's a weapon that we fight the enemy with. So that's not a worship song that you would sing at church. So that's the third one. Number four, a worship song, a song of adoration, a song that magnifies and glorifies God. There's a song that I really like by um, Todd Dulaney. It's called Worship You Forever. So it goes, um, all the glory and the honor belongs to you. Oh God. Then the chorus goes, I will worship, I will worship, I will worship you forever and always. Even though the word I is in the song, you're not talking about yourself. You're saying that I'm going to worship God because all the glory, all the honor, all the praise belongs to God. That is a type of song that you would lead people into worship with. So it depends on you. I think some songs are okay for personal worship because there's a difference between personal and corporate worship. So as a worship leader, if you're leading people into worship, you wouldn't sing a song like, I surrender all to you. That's a song you would sing to God on your own because that's your personal worship. As Romans 12, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says that we have to give our bodies as living sacrifice because that is the true and proper worship. So surrendering is worship, but that's not a song we sing when we are leading people into worship because corporate worship should solely be adoring, magnifying, giving God all the praise and honor and the glory. So that is my tips for today, my vocal health tip and then the lyrics of the song tip that my praise and worship tip, let me say. Last but not the least, my song of the week is called Nobody by Tim Godfrey. So Tim Godfrey is one of my favorite artists. Let me tell you guys, let me give you guys my, my free plug. Um, I like Tim Godfrey. I like Dunsin Oyeken. He's Nigerian. He has beautiful music. Um, I like Israel Houghton. He's American. Very, very amazing. Very tasteful worshiper. I love Ty Tribbett. The camera girl is in the back like, I love Ty Tribbett so much. Ty Tribbett, if you ever watch this video, I love you so much. But anyway, yeah, I love all these worshipers. I love Jonathan Nelson, Jason Nelson. Um, I like Tasha Cobbs. I like um, I like Ada. Ada, she's Nigerian. She has a song, Creator of the Universe. I love her so much. But um, yeah, back to my song of the week. So my song of the week is by Tim Godfrey featuring IBK. It's called Nobody. So the song, it... Um, it's, it's very simple. It's just a couple of lines. And it's just saying, um, nobody is like our God. There's absolutely nobody like our God. It's a worship song. So I encourage you to go listen to it. It's It will bless you. It's a beautiful song. I will post the link. We we will post the link. We will post the link in the description box. So that's it for Miss K's music tips. I hope you enjoyed it. And leave us comments or share with us what was your favorite tip and what you would like us to talk about. If you have a tip that I probably don't know about, that's fine because we're all on the journey together. We're all learning together. And, you know, just share with me and I will share your tip with the entire journey audience. So that's it for today's vocal tip. So let's get into today's episode. So it's kind of heavy for me to talk about this. This is what I was introducing to us in the beginning, that 2020 has been a very interesting year. 
like if I could count off the top of my head, like a lot of things that happened. Kobe Bryant died January, February. We heard that there was going to be like World War Three because Trump went to go bomb, some, bomb somebody. <laughs> and then March, coronavirus came. COVID-19 started. It shut down a lot of businesses. It shut down. A lot of people died. You know, it, it's it's been crazy. Throughout, you know, for me personally, I I looked at the bright side of things in the beginning because I do believe that God, God has carried some of us through. And, you know, my condolences and my heart goes out to everybody that has lost somebody out there. But um, for me, let me say in the beginning, I was just, I felt very sheltered because it was like nobody around me was getting sick. You were going about our business. For me, I think I shared my testimony with y'all last season about how in the beginning of the year, I quit Amazon and I started working at a pharmacy and it was a call center pharmacy. I loved the job. It was higher pay. It was easier. I talked to people. I loved, I loved the people that were there. It was just an amazing job. It still is an amazing job. And I'm so grateful to God. When I count my blessings day in and day out, I still, still count that as my blessing because it's been amazing. But Crazy thing is that I got the job in January. I was working at the job. We're going back and forth. And then COVID happened. So when COVID happened, we started working from home. So I was there one day and I was thinking, I was like, wow, God. So imagine if I was still working at Amazon. Because my sister currently works at Amazon. And she was out of a job for like two months. Like she was still hired. Like she was still working with them. But they weren't going to work because they were afraid of COVID. So she was home for about two months before she started going again. And she has bills to pay. She has children to take care of. So you can imagine those who were not able to go to work. And I don't want this to be kind of like I'm poking you in a place where it already hurts. But, you know, it's a journey. It's our testimonies. And I do want us to find faith in God's faithfulness. Because a lot of us might be going through a lot of us might be hopeless, but in God, hope in God never disappoints. So I was there one day and I was like, wow, God, you're so amazing. Because if I was still working at Amazon, I would have been out of out of a job. But because of this whole call center thing, I work with the phones and we work online, they, they moved us to work from home. So COVID never really affected me in a way, just that I started working from home out of the comfort of my own home, which I shared last week with you, which was a problem at a point because I was sleeping. But by God's grace, that is over now. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was like a big testimony for me this year. A lot of people started working from home. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were laid off. Some people still had to work through the pandemic and it was hard for them because uh, I know a lot of nurses, I was sharing that also on the show season one, a lot of nurses quit because they were working so many hours under so many dangerous conditions that they just quit their jobs. And this is their source of livelihood. Like this is where they pay the bills. This is how they feed their families and how they feed themselves and take care of, you know, their bills pretty much. So it's been a very hard season. And then everything that's going on, you know, for let's say for me, I know our audience, we're primarily black people because I'm Ghanaian as we know, and pretty much I know I do have some f- friends from other races and other cultures and all, but I can say that the prime, the primary audience for the Journey podcast were Black. So times also got very strange and very hard when um, 
I think the first thing that kind of happened this year was in May when George Floyd died. So when he, okay, I wouldn't say he died, he was killed by police brutality. And over the months and over the, the, the seasons, we've seen a lot of other people have been killed. A lot of people have been attacked. Police brutality got worse. Riots had begun. We talked about this on Finding Hope in Hopeless Times with, with Barbara and Leonie, as I mentioned before. And after that episode, I started to pay attention to a lot of things that were going on. I'm not into stuff like that. And like I said on that show, I really am not not into stuff like that but I started to pay attention and it got to a point where when I'm driving and I see a police car I start to get scared because I'm afraid that if I get pulled over am I going to be treated the same as a white person and it's just a lot of things have happened this year and like I said for me personally like because it had never hit so close to home I never really paid attention to it so, and I, like I said last week too, I said this on the episode, I do believe that sometimes God lets things that were supposed to harm you, he lets you see a little bit of it so that you can see God's power in your life. Because if you're asleep and you don't see what's going on, it, there's a saying that goes, what you, doesn't know, what you don't know can't hurt you, right? So if I see, if there's a robber in my house and I'm asleep and he leaves, because I was asleep and I never knew he was there, I would never feel that fear. But if I wake up and I see that the robber is around and like I'm afraid for my life, but nothing happens, that's when I can see and share that testimony of God's power that, oh, wow, a robber came into my house, could have killed me, but I'm alive, you know? But if I was asleep and I didn't know what went on, there's no way I can share a testimony of God's power. So back to what I'm saying, for me, it felt like that. I didn't know what was, I knew what was going on, but it never affected anybody close to me. So I was okay. Like, you know, it bothered me, but it didn't, I was okay. Until recently, I shared last week that I lost a friend. He didn't pass away because of COVID, but he still passed away. He was sick and he passed away. And after he passed away, I can honestly, honestly tell you that I fell into a very dark place like an extremely dark place. And I started to get consumed with grief and pain and loss and anger and hurt. And I remember um, I was sharing this with a brother of mine just this week, actually, we we're talking about this and he knew we, we were mutual friends due to my friend that passed away. And I was telling him how I was so oblivious to certain things around me with this whole Black Lives Matter movement. I was, it was, it was provoking. It really did provoke me at a point, but it, it, I didn't really, because nobody by me has been affected by something like this. But after my friend passed away, then I realized that, oh my God, death is real and death is scary. And it made me think, remember I told you all last week that it made me really, really accept the power of God in my life. I've seen him differently. I've known him differently. Even my relationship with him is like totally different because I, I can't share this because it's too personal. But after he passed away, I realized that there were certain things that could have happened, would have happened, should have happened that did not happen to kind of make um, this bearable. You know, to, it's like God God knows, first of all, God knows the end from the beginning. He knows everything that's about to happen. He knows at, before he created the world, he knew everything that was already going to happen. He knows how the world's going to end, when it's going to end, all of that, because he's omniscient. He knows all. But like, you know, you hear it, you, you hear it, you read it you believe it, but when you experience it, it changes your level of faith. 
And that's what happened to me, that God knew what was going to happen. And he put certain things in place to make it bearable for me um, or bearable for those of us that bearable for those of us that knew him. So, like I said, I went into a very dark place. I started to, I was angry. I cried every single day for like hours on end, honestly, after, especially after, right after he passed that week, I cried every single day and I started to talk to God. And I remember telling my sister, I was like, I can't ask God why, because he's sovereign. He does what he pleases. I can't, I can't get angry at God either because we don't know what was ahead of, we don't know what's ahead of us. God knows what's ahead of us. So if he chooses to take us before then, that's fine. If he chooses that um, he's going to steer us in this direction because where we're going is not the right way, that's that's fine too because he's God and he can do whatever he wants. So I just resolved that I'm not going to ask him why. I'm not going to get angry anymore, even though I was getting upset. I was like, I'm not going to get angry anymore. I'm just going to accept what has happened and love on God. And then when I made that decision, it it made like I, I, some kind of peace just like filled me because it's like, you know, I, I say this is one of my favorite scriptures, that God knows them that are his. He made me feel like I'm his. And I know that I'm his. I'm just saying he made me feel like that. Um, it made me feel very that like the song I'm fully known and loved by God like in this season that's how it made me feel so I just want to use this opportunity to kind of encourage us all that yes times may be hard some of us have lost jobs some of some of us have lost family members some of us have lost friends and loved ones some of us have where 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 some of us are not dealing with this whole pandemic very well like some of us are stressed and stress is a real thing i just want to let you guys know that stress is a very real thing like i mean a lot, a lot of parents have not been with their kids on the normal on the normal you wake up you take your kids to school they're gone for eight hours you're working for eight hours you see your kid for another six hours and then they're going to sleep same process goes over and over but after covid after covid began we're spending time with our kids and kids can be very annoying. <laughs> At the end of the day, it can cause, I've heard of, I think we shared this last week too, Tony was talking about it, about how uh, a father had said that COVID-19 killed his son, but not in the way that we think. So pretty much the story was, and I actually remember the kid's name, his name was Hayden, rest in peace, Hayden. So Hayden was a 12-year-old kid who liked video games. He liked Fortnite and all those kind of video games or whatever. So he had a monitor. He had a monitor and um, it broke. So when the monitor broke, he was told by his dad and his mom, like he was very upset about it because he loved video games. And he was, at this point, he was, a, he was also very active. He was a very, very active kid. He loved PE. He loved to run, loved to be with his friends and all that. But because of COVID, he had to stay home and be with just his sister and his family. So video games was like his last resort, his alternative to kind of like feel better. And that was his outlet. 
So when um, the monitor broke, he was upset about it. And his father told him that you can replace the monitor if you're nicer to your sister. If you wash the dishes, you do your chores, it will get you a new monitor. So he started to change, you know, as little boys will do. He, you know, became nice to his sister. He did all the chores and all that stuff, mowed the lawn, did all that good stuff. And his mom and dad got him a new monitor. So I think it was a few days to his 13th birthday. And he accidentally broke his monitor again. So at this point in time, he remembered all that he went through to um, get a new monitor. And I think according to the father who she was sharing in the video, he believes that his son, he didn't know what he was doing when he did what he did. So the father is there in the downstairs um, area and his daughter comes running down the stairs like daddy 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 and the dad's like what's up he's like Hayden hung himself so the dad like rushes up the stairs and sure enough his son is hanging there with excuse me to be gruesome but blood running out of his nose and his ears and he's he's pretty much gone the father is like in a state of panic and takes him down from the closet. He was in the closet, takes him down from there, starts to perform CPR. And when he does, he, he instructs the daughter to go and tell a neighbor that this is what's going on or go downstairs and call 911, actually. So she goes downstairs, she calls 911, but then she they had done a safety training like a week prior. So they she ran over to the next door neighbor's house and told the neighbor, like, this is what's going on. So the neighbor came. And by the time the neighbor got there, the father was so tired performing CPR because, guys, CPR hurts. I did a training like three weeks ago and, like, I was doing like, I think you have to do like 30 compressions before you do the breath. I was like, it hurts, it because hurts. <laughs> it hurts. So he was tired, like very tired, ready to like pass out. And um, the neighbor took over for him and regardless, Hayden was gone. So the father was saying that a lot of people are saying that COVID is a vacation for the kids. It's not. It is not. A lot of them, you know, find comfort in being with your friends. A lot of them find comfort in running outside. But now they can't do that anymore because everybody has to be home. Everybody's quarantining. Everybody's wearing masks. And masks are uncomfortable. So um, that's what the father was pretty much educating us about that. You know, we shouldn't, as parents, I'm not a parent yet, but I have nieces and nephews. As parents, you don't, you know, say that, oh, COVID is a vacation for the kids because it's not. So this season of COVID has really also proven to a lot of people who each other are, because if, like I said, everybody's used to the norm of going out, coming in, staying for a few hours, and then going to sleep, waking up. So we don't even know who we're living with. I heard that a lot of people have gotten divorced this season because it's been crazy. But what I want us to kind of focus on is that to every dark side, there is a bright side. I think that's all that I want to say. I've been talking a lot, especially with my own experience with how I fell into some kind of certain darkness and then God pulled me out by letting me realize that he's faithful regardless. So I just want us to be encouraged that we can find hope in hopeless times. We can find light in dark times. Um, I'm going to read a scripture. It's 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3 and 4 and it says praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God and I'm saying this because 
God is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. And he told us that he's leaving us our comforter to comfort us in times of trouble. And we can, we as believers are supposed to, Jesus said, we're the salt and the light of this world. We're supposed to spread good news. We're supposed to spread light, spread hope. And how we do that is by finding comfort in God. So as believers, I think we need to ask God for strength because this time, these times are very trying. I'm pretty much saying all of this to say that in every dark thing, we can find light. And you can never discover light if you're not in darkness. There is no way that I'm going to turn off this light. So you probably still see me because it's a ring light. But anyway, <laughs> so there is no way that I'm going to experience the beauty of the light when I turn it on if I wasn't in darkness already. So me being in darkness or me being in a very dark situation will cause me to see God's power, will cause me to see God's love, will cause me to see God's light in this dark time because sometimes we have to we have to go through darkness to to experience God's power. I'm saying this to say in this year, yeah, this year is a very interesting year. People have died, people are being born, people have divorced, people are marrying. I was the bridesmaid last weekend. I witnessed two of my close friends get married and even in this season, but people are getting divorced because they can't stand each other. People, like I said, unfortunately, people are passing away, but new life is coming out. Like I heard every four seconds, one person dies, but then every day somebody's being born. At least one person is being born. Just three months ago, I got a new nephew, you know? So like life is going on, bad things happen, but good things are happening as well. Life Hey, if anybody likes Grey's Anatomy, you guys will know what I'm talking about. Meredith Grey said that, or her mom said that, and I was actually, it actually made more sense to me when this happened that life is a carousel. It never stops turning. Good things happen, bad things happen. It's a cycle. It goes on and on and on. Good things happen, good things happen, good things happen, bad things happen, bad things happen, bad things happen, good things happen, bad things happen. So, the conclusion of the matter is that God remains God regardless of the good times and regardless of the bad times. God is faithful. He has been faithful. He is faithful and he will be faithful. I just want us to kind of um, just reflect on God's goodness, on God's grace, on God's faithfulness, and see the brightness in the dark situations. Let's find hope in hopeless times. Oh, find hope and hopelessness. That's today's episode. So thank you guys for listening and watching today's episode. And thank you for sticking with me through these couple of minutes while I was rambling on and on and on. Because like I said, I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to fully articulate it because I, I'm speaking from a place of hope. That's why this episode is entitled Hope and Hopelessness, because I have hope that tomorrow will be a better day. I have hope that bad things are going to end and good is going to happen. But I also don't want to sound prideful or pompous or any way, but I am also very boastful in what God is doing in our lives in this season. My pastor says it the best. A lot of people lost money this year. A lot of people made money this year. A lot of people invested money this year and made so much money. So like, like I keep saying, I think that's the whole point of the show, that bad things are happening, but good things are also happening. So let's just take stock of our lives and find out what good things God is doing in our lives. And I think that 
having that hope, that will to live and that will to push for the next day is going to help us get to that desired destination that God has for us. So once again, I just want to say thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Xiao. I am so grateful to God that we are at the end. Um, we are still in preparation for what is coming up next for next week's episode as well as the following week. So we will be putting out a trailer for what is going on next week. Follow our Instagram page at the journey underscore podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Like it, comment, share it. Uh, we ask that you would also check out our website. There is a forum there as well. So every week after every episode, we will be asking questions. So make sure that you are a member and that you log in and that you would continue to keep the discussion going with everything we're talking about. It's also a, a platform where you can ask us questions and we can talk about whatever you want us to talk about on the show. There's certain things that I know that in the beginning when we started the Journey podcast, we asked what are certain some, some of the things that you would like us to talk about. And um, a lot of you guys share it so that's also going to be on the page you guys can share what you guys want us to talk about and then also share feedback so also like i said like our facebook page uh the journey podcast with karen Sion. follow us uh i think in the description box it will tell us um tell you guys the the team members, everybody's Instagram handles, and then the Journey Podcast Instagram handles. So follow us, stay in contact, stay in touch. Let's talk and, you know, let's just go on the journey together. We're so excited. I really thank God once again for, for today, for what he's done and what he continues to do in our lives. So remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all. God bless you all. Stay safe, stay blessed, and have a wonderful week. This is called the journey, yeah.